It's official. Murder is now legal in the state of California. How are you? Mike Davidson lives. Glad to be alive, of course. Uh, thank you for joining us this weekend. Uh, me and my wife, Jenny. Hello. Hi. And uh, thank you very much for listening to us on uh, Podbean and uh, Spotify and anywhere else where this podcast is heard. And of course, you can link up with us on Twitter and on Facebook. You know, I wonder how many more takes we're going to have to do. Uh, yeah, we're having some <laughs> issues here in the in uh, the Studio HQ with the recording software, but uh, we're up and running as of right now. But uh, the, uh, the he's scaring me by how angry he gets. About oh it. my god, I hate technical glitches, man. I just when, when, you know, I want to roll, I want to roll, and uh, we're rolling now, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, what I really hate, though, is uh, what we have to talk about. This is all this. Not too many celebrity deaths bum me out, but this week, this one did, and it was almost like a, a comedy's version of maybe like uh, Winston Churchill or the Pope dying, and it just like it just seems like a lot of comedians just stopped what they were doing, or anybody that grew up watching Saturday Night Live in the '90s. Uh, Norm Macdonald passed away at the age of 61 i guess for like last nine years he was battling cancer unbeknownst to even his closest friends i think i was listening to rob schneider on the uh uh adam carolla podcast and he said he had no idea that norm was sick and they would write bits with each other every now and again you know they would they would talk on the phone every now and again but uh, norm kept that secret from a lot of people and it just uh everyone from the likes of a carolla or uh, Howard Stern, Conan O'Brien, Dave Letterman, Jay Leno. Uh, you, you name anybody that's ever picked up a microphone and told a joke or had him on the show. Everybody pretty much paying homage to this dude. What's your favorite Norm Macdonald bit? Oh, God. Uh, obviously, it's got to be uh, anything from Weekend Update when he was allowed to do that on SNL. Because just the... Um, I do have a, a list of some of the jokes I'll read here in a little bit. But, I mean, just the deadpan dry way of him saying things. Uh, it's, it's, you wouldn't think at first, okay, this guy's uh, up to much, but like just the way he would say things and the way he would present things, mm -hmm. it just, it kind of knocked you on your butt when he came to his conclusion and, uh, you're, you, you can't help but laugh at the guy. I mean, um, he's, Norm was always kind of a weird comedian to begin with. Cause like I said, very dry, very deadpan. He was more of a storyteller than anything. And I think that's what made him such a great guest on, on you know, radio and on television. Um, he, he was not going to be kind of like the Chris Farley or the Mike Myers of Saturday Night Live who would go out and, you know, have these big movie careers. But he did star, well, co-star with um, Adam Sandler and Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. He, uh, what what day is it? Yeah. October? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, Sandler did put him in, uh, in uh, Billy Madison, and he did put, I think he put him in a couple other films. But, I mean, like, he was never going to be the breakout star of SNL, and I don't think he was ever going to be, like, a comedian like a, a Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr, where you can, he just can, like, headline this whole Netflix stuff. He did do them one better, though. He was the colonel. Though, yeah. He was, he was. <laughs> Which really struck me as odd. Which is probably why he did that. Exactly. I'm like, wait, is that Norm Macdonald? It is. But, I I want KFC, even though I think it's disgusting. <laughs> I can't what stand a, KFC because of their butter is so fake. Oh, my God. If, if there's ever an endorsement of uh, just how talented uh, uh, Norm Macdonald was, he almost made my wife want to eat KFC. But uh, I, just, I just think that with him, he was just a great storyteller. Like and he found that niche, and then when you hear all these people telling all these stories, like uh, I was I was watching this clip of uh, 
uh, him making Jay Leno laugh his ass off uh, when uh, his cat had a heart attack. It was Cats tell- can have heart attacks? Yeah, and Norm's just... Whoa. and this it's, it's this weird, intense story, and he's going on about it, and I'm just laughing my ass off. And then there's this one where he's on Letterman talking about how he was in the uh, uh, the broadcast booth with Bob Euchre, uh, who does the games for the Milwaukee Brewers, and how there was a story involving John Fogarty, and um, there was some swearing in that story. That's all I want to say. But, I mean, Norm was just a great storyteller. And... Yeah, he seemed like that comedian that you would want to have a beer with because chances are he may have had a few beers before going on some of these shows. You really like a lot of comedians who kind of remind you of yourself, you narcissistic asshole. Who, me? Yes, you. <laughs> You're so far up your own butt. Am I? Yes. But it's just like a, his deadpan dry humor. I'm like, yeah, I've heard that describe you before oh my god yeah it, it, so you're like oh. you've probably you've probably heard up the butt to describe me as well so, oh my god i'm your wife i can say it um, i calls them as i sees them but yeah but but norm was just a funny funny dude oh, and, yeah. and uh october <laughs> yeah and uh snl uh he was on that show for uh five seasons and it, it was kind of weird because like you wouldn't think of him as a big bit guy but he did do impersonations of Larry King, uh, Bob Dole, Burt Reynolds, Quentin Tarantino. Like, he had, like, a, a small bag of tricks that he could go to, yeah. and, and he would do these effectively, and, and people would laugh. And in a way, he was pretty underrated in that regard, because I think a lot of people just remember him from SNL. And, of course, at the time he was doing Weekend Update, um, uh, that was the O.J. Simpson trial. And... He made it a point to just ridicule the living f out of O.J. Simpson, who used don't to, disagree. Don't disagree, but uh, bef- prior to all the craziness with O.J., he was on uh, the NFL on NBC. He used to do like uh, like uh, the in studio stuff, like you know one of the one of the pundit talking head former athlete types, and he was tight with a lot of uh, television executives including Don Olmeyer, who saw to it that Norm MacDonald got fired from SNL's Weekend Update. Like, they, he said... See, uh, Mike, bad things do happen to good people. It does, yeah. And it just kind of goes to show you that uh, any executive in entertainment really doesn't know anything about entertainment. But... Um, but newsflash. Yeah, <laughs> newsflash. Um, but, he did, but he did tell uh, Norm that he could remain on SNL uh, and do other things, but he co- wasn't allowed to do Weekend Update anymore. But, like toward that uh, with that like he 98 was basically Norm's last year on Saturday Night Live and he kind of faded off to the ether but uh, one thing I found kind of interesting I guess earlier this week uh, Conan O'Brien's got his own podcast and he was talking about how like after all that went down Donald Meyer who got Conan the gig to replace Letterman on Late Night told him that Norm was not allowed to be a guest and and Conan uh, thankfully went against the grain and kept bringing Norm back on. I just think this was like overreach with uh, some of the uh, the TV executives at NBC because they were uh, unfortunately pretty tight with OJ. NBC. NBC. Yeah, like they like they had their own little room of pig vomits on the television <laughs> side, and uh, they were like, "Well, you can't keep saying this stuff about OJ, and we're going to be vindictive about it." And you know. You yeah. know, even after he, you know, 
did his time or whatever, he still got in trouble at what out in Las Vegas by causing a fight or something. Uh, that was yeah, that was like um, over memorabilia. Yeah, like he hired some goons to go and uh, steal some stuff that uh, belonged to him. That um, and, and I guess he got caught on camera, so he had to spend some time out in uh, like the Nevada penal system mm, penal. because of the penal. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, they, I, I thought that, uh, Norm was pretty much done dirty by the execs at NBC, but he would go on and do some other things. And, uh, like, you know, he, he, he did, had a cult following. I was obviously a fan. And so I would, do you. Yeah, I, yeah. Hi listeners. Hi listeners. Um, but, um, he would continue to do th- appearances on Letterman and other, other shows and, uh, you know, really endeared himself to a lot of comedy fans. And I, and I actually, um... On the Mike Davidson Facebook page, um, uh, at li- solicited listeners and their favorite moments uh, involving Norm Macdonald. Well, let's hear it because I uh, didn't read that post yet. Uh, yeah, uh, the the Courtney Thorne Smith interview on uh, she was formerly of Melrose Place, but uh, she was on uh, Conan O'Brien years ago, and uh, and uh, he, he had just gotten done talking with Norman. You know how it is um, with with talk shows. You have the you know the sidekick, and then the guest that they just talked to, and then there's the next no. guest. Okay. <laughs> well, she was the next. I guest, watch cartoons. And Norm stayed on the uh, set, and uh, she was talking about how she was uh, doing this new movie with uh, Carrot Top, and of course, Norm uh, delightfully chimed in. What's the What's the name of the movie? Uh, uh, Box Office Poison. And the entire audience just lost their ever-loving ass. And he'll go out there and make that jump. And she had, yeah. And and Conan, I think that's why Conan kept him out there. Because he knew Norm would say something. (laughs) And he did. And I guess Courtney explained to everybody that uh, the the new Carrot Top movie was like, he was a surfer that takes over a company and it's called Chairman of the Board. Get it? And and (laughs) Norm goes, so is is like board spelled B-O-R-E-D. And uh, the the entire interview, uh, as linked up by Kevin here, uh, is up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Uh, also, Josh Ring says anything that he did on Conan was hilarious. Uh, Kerry shared a, an interview he did on The Daily Show back with uh, Jon Stewart. Uh, the SNL Jeopardy skits where he was uh, uh, Burt Reynolds, a.k.a. Turd Ferguson, uh, <laughs> were, were like him and... Uh, um, uh, uh, Daryl Hammond doing Sean Connery. Uh, that that was uh, uh, just great, great sketches right there. Um, let's see, uh, Whitney brought up dirty work. In fact, quite a few people brought up dirty work with him and Artie Lang and uh, I think Chevy Chase. That was basically where like uh, they were doing like uh, you know dirty tasks for people for money. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, that that's kind of a cult classic. That's, that's probably the closest Norm Macdonald ever really got to being a uh, being a movie star. Even though he was never really like I said that he was never going to be like you know the big time Adam Sandler, or Chris Farley, Mike Myers type. I think Chris Farley was the biggest of them all. Oh, he could have been even bigger. Yeah. Um, I watched a documentary on him, and it made me cry. In fact, I think, um, oddly enough, it was back in late 97 um, at the Farley funeral where the executives of NBC were kind of plotting against Norm, if I remember the story correctly. Of course, because they always pick the best timing, these executives. Yes, at at funerals. (laughs) God damn. Or births. You know, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's some some great it's people. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. But oh man, um, 
But uh, Norm, just a, a lot of um, a lot of people miss this dude. No wonder I loved him because I love you. Oh, thank you. And, and this was you're not Norm McDonald, though. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just narcissistic. That's it. That's yeah. really it. Uh, just a little bit, not uh, too much. Um, just enough. Now, going back a few years, 2015, Saturday Night Live. We got married that year. We did. Yay. Saturday Night Live celebrated its 40th uh, anniversary. And just to kind of give you an idea of how off the mark pop culture magazines really are, Rolling Stone, one of the worst ever because they never gave uh, bands like Van Halen or ACDC their due when they were coming up big in the 70s. And they only gave Nirvana's Nevermind three stars. It's good, but Wait. it's not going to be great. I know. You're wearing the Nirvana shirt right now, too. <laughs> yeah. These are both from your side of the closet, yes, too. Yes, they are. Yeah, I'm wearing my Ramon shirt, and she's wearing my Nirvana shirt. But uh, Rolling Stone uh, put out, uh, like, uh, of the 145 cast members up at that time, ranked of uh, Saturday Night Live. And they only ranked Norm MacDonald, like, 139 or something. And it's... And it's... It, this person that did it, Rob Sheffield, uh, said, McDonald clearly thought he was hilarious, and that counts for something. Confidence is essential for a Weekend Update anchor. Unfortunately, he was just a Dennis Miller clone with no mullet and no jokes. Staring at the camera a little longer, Norm, maybe you'll get funnier. Wow, that's that's scathing. Yeah. And I'm sure Norm just wiped his ass with it. He's like, yeah, uh, Yeah. Norm, to me, like, he... Like He's a, like, that's, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and again, as I said before, like, I, he was never he was never going to be the big-time SNL breakout talent, as I've mentioned with some of these other guys, but he was low-key funny. And I and I want to read a few of the jokes here um, before we wrap up. Do your best to I will channel do. his essence. Okay. Ch- Try it. Channel his essence. Monday is Oscar night, and three films, The English Patient, Secrets and Lies, and Shine, are locked in a tight race in the category. Best picture, there's not a chance in hell I'll ever see. Oprah Winfrey's longtime boyfriend, Stedman Graham, has written a new book called You Can Make It Happen, a nine-step plan for success. Step number one, become Oprah's boyfriend. And then the others are the other eight are just hanging around. <laughs> uh, let's That's see. Funny. It is uh, real estate mogul Donald Trump announced this week that after three and a half years of marriage, he is seeking a divorce from his wife Marla Maples. According to Trump, Maples violated a part of their marriage agreement where she decided to turn thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should stop there because that's awesome. All right. Well, there there is one more. Oh, okay. There is one more. The creme more. de la creme. The creme de la creme. Um, you can't uh, speak French. I can't speak English. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, this week marked the 5,000th performance of the Broadway musical Cats. It also marked the 5,000th time a guy turned to his wife and said, What the hell is this? <laughs> I like it. That's funny. Yeah, but he was only 139th on that stupid Rolling Stone list. So mm. uh, there you have that. That's some of his jokes. Uh, now I will wrap up the Bill Maher, or not the Bill. Well, it's Bill Maher. Well, Bill Maher did do a what? Didn't he do like a tribute to him or something? He did. I mean, everybody did. Yeah, um, but uh, it's kind kind of uh, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, he talked to him about how he w- was a fan of the fact that Norm did the jokes that he wanted to do. But kind of going back to the uh, the you know privately battling cancer for like nine years uh but bill maher applauded him for keeping it secret saying you know 
we're here for you. You're not here for us. Like, we're supposed to lighten the load as entertainers, which is kind of weird for Bill Maher to say because he's a very political guy. Yeah. But Which I'm surprised you even mentioned him. Right. Well, I mean, but he was uh, he was talking about how, like, uh, if you can keep something secret, you know, your health a secret, you know. that's During that's a, this time? During this time, yeah. And, you know, I kind of go back and forth because, like, you know, you have a, like, was it Mark Hoppus of uh, Blink-182? I mean, if you've seen pictures of him lately, there's no way in hell the guy could keep his health concerns a secret. So, I mean, when, mm, yeah. so, so those things do come up, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, for nine years, Norm MacDonald was battling cancer privately. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, last week, last year we lost him. He had colorectal cancer and was battling this privately, and he's still doing these Marvel movies and and All people these. were making fun of him for how he looked. It's just like, oh, it's too much for him. It's like, well, you're an asshole. Yeah, he was uh, he was losing weight. He was trying to, you know, you know earn a paycheck, you know. Uh, David Bowie, uh, I think for like five years, kept it private. And, like, he released an album toward the end of 2015. Then, like, a week or two later, you know, I remember you telling me that morning him dying. I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to do to keep things private like that. Even uh, last week when we were talking about Bob Ross, he kept his cancer uh, very secret. In fact, like it was only it was like years later that his own production crew didn't know. They, they yeah. found out. And that was through somebody else telling them, oh, by the way, uh, we're coming to the end of the series because Bob is dying. You know, and that's uh, that just. And he is just such a wonderful guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he, but again, you know, just kind of going out on your own terms, and uh, Norm was able to do that. Um, like I said, I don't know. Like that's... Bob Ross has a voice to soothe a storm. Mm-hmm. He just does. Right. But what I, what I, when I was uh, listening to Bill Maher describe the Norm Macdonald thing, is like if if I was in that situation, would I tell people? I mean, it's 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 kind of a. It really depends on your judgment. Like oh, yeah. what, what you're comfortable sharing. Um, but like back in the day, I think a lot of people were a lot better at keeping their health a secret. And nowadays, uh, you need to show people your vaccination records to go see the Foo Fighters. You know, it's 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 a different world. But the fact that remains that uh, Norm was able to do this for like nine years. And he was kind of a, he was, I wouldn't say reclusive, but like he was kind of a, a to himself type of guy. Did he have an immediate family? Children or anything? Uh, uh, he had a kid from a previous marriage, um, and he has a brother that's like a news anchor out in Canada somewhere. Okay. So, but I mean, that's just it's a it's a tall order to do, and he was doing stand up up until his uh, remaining days, last remaining days. But uh, but that that, that was just uh, a lot of tributes to this man, and uh, uh, and of course, Norm Macdonald. We are going to miss the hell out of you. And uh, hopefully I can be as deadpan as you in all my bits. Now, uh, speaking of bits, uh, I don't know if I'm going to really be deadpan about this. Um, I'm kind of pissed off about it because... What are we talking about? Because I forgot our show prep already. Well, TikTok is just... It's TikToking still. Uh I mean, like, oh, we we got rid of all the milk crates. That's good. Or some crap. I saw one on the side of 930. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you salvage it? No. Okay. It's it's past its 15-minute window. That's why. But um, your our nephews were here yesterday. Yeah, and they were talking about how like at their bat uh, at their bathroom at their school. Are they going to say their bachelor party? <laughs> at their bachelor party, you know, because they're middle school. Um, 
that like like uh, out of five sets of bathrooms, only one in their school is open. Something like that. There's only one. And the reason for it, of course, is TikTok. It is uh, like a licking challenge, but it's not like people are licking things. It's they're beating the crap out of things in the bathroom. That's or not what lick means. Stealing things. Yeah, but that that's not what lick means. I just but it's call a, it what it is. I, I thought it was lift, like a yeah. lift. Like I mean, I get that, but lick no. But but, but what's going on is like, uh, and this is a national trend, by the way, and I'm sure TikTok will take care of it here in the coming three or four weeks when they realize they can get sued. It's uh, taxpayers' dollars. They're all yeah, it's it's school. in public schools in bathrooms and things like you know hand dryers, towel dispensers, doors, doors, stall doors, bathroom doors, uh, toilet paper dispensers, anything, anything that's a fixture, really. Kids go in and beat the living crap out of it, or they steal it. And they're showing the video evidence, and, you know, they're bragging it up. And now, you know, like here in good old Fort Wayne, Indiana, it's a, it's a thing. And now kids can only go to one set of bathrooms. That would make me mad. Because, like, what if you really have to go? And there's yeah. a line. Yeah. But like, excuse you, because of your dumbassery, I can't go take a dump. Exactly. Now, I can't really recall an instance... Um, in school, and I went to, you know, public school in Indy. I can't recall an instance where I've seen p- kids just, like, literally beat the crap out of bathroom equipment, or bathroom paraphernalia, just because they could. Have you ever had anything like that, anything that stupid? I wouldn't say stupid as much as daring. Daring. Uh, daring, yes. Okay. Um, my class was always the troublemaking class, but we had, like, this group of really good kids, mm-hmm. and uh, Megan was one of the really good kids, right? Right. Um, one of the most hated teachers in the high school had a plant on his desk Mm -hmm. and she decided to take the plant and duct tape a fake paper plant on his desk. And, uh, her brother's class was really good friends with the janitor. So he let them go up on the roof and put the plant on the roof. Yeah. And this teacher lost his ever loving mind. Okay. So wait, you you, uh, tape a paper plant. Yes, but that's not the most important part. Okay. He called an assembly. Be like, where is his plant? Wow. So, so he was losing his crap over a fern. Yeah. Okay. Did he did he ever find out what happened to his fern? Yeah. Okay. It was on the roof. All right. And what was the general reaction amongst not only students but uh, 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 anybody in the faculty? They laughed their ass off. Oh my god. They laughed their ass off, especially Rachel's mom. She's just like, he's an. He's such a jerk. I don't really freaking care. <laughs> She's like, I thought it was funny. I don't know if that's necessarily a lick as it is a lift, but I mean, it is a good prank. It is a good prank for sure. And it was just so surprising because it was Megan. Okay. And Megan and Megan is usually the uh, the good kid. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, but nobody in your bathroom ever said, you know what? This toilet sucks. Let's tape it and put it on the internet. No, we had fairly good toilets. <laughs> we didn't. We want... We wanted to act like we have uh, used the bathroom in places other than a barnyard, basically. Hey, what? I resent that. Uh, My dad always said, if you're ever without toilet paper, find burdock. It works. Okay. Ask me how I know. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's a story behind that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Behind. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so now your our nephews can no longer crap in school here in Fort Wayne because kids are putting that on tiktok and, mm-hmm. and i'm sure tiktok like i said will do something here in the coming months wasn't it supposed to be banned because i'm like totally for it what but 
last last year, I think Trump wanted to ban TikTok because of some Chinese software implications. Oh, I just want it banned because it's stupid. Well, yeah, it is very stupid, but uh, so is destroying bathrooms. But that's uh, uh, we got we got that linked up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page along with a whole bunch of uh, you know Norm McDonald stuff. Uh, also. Uh, linked up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Uh, I linked this up this morning um, because this is, this is an annual thing, and uh, the Toy Hall of Fame, Woo! National Toy Hall of Fame, has unveiled its finalist group uh, for toys that they want to induct into their uh, into their uh, museum, I guess, this year. And uh, there are God, there are a ton of nominees, but I, I, for some odd reason, I keep thinking Cabbage Patch Kids is already in, but they're not. They're nominated this year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that, that's such an iconic toy, you would think that that would already be in, right? Yeah. Uh, so, it's one of the inductees that are, could be nominated here for the induction in, in November. Also, Masters of the Universe, uh, He-Man, Skeletor, all that. Um, that's a big toy line growing up for me. Uh, some of the other things include American Girl Dolls, Battleship, which everyone cheats at, <laughs> Billiards. I don't know what? if that's, I don't know if Billiards is a kid's that's game. That's not a toy, that's a game. That's something you play in a pool hall. Exactly. You, you play that at a bar. Artie's right? Pool Hall. <laughs> yeah, Artie's Pool Hall. That's where you go and you play your billiards right there. Uh, Mahjong. Mahjong. Mahjong, yes. Uh, so basically. Computer game. If it's a, if you're a 74 year old woman, that's a, that's a toy, I guess. Yes. Uh, Pinata is on the list. That's a party favor. It's yeah, that's not a toy. That's a one-use item. You beat the crap out of it. It breaks, the candy falls out, you're done. That's not a toy. I mean, if you're going to play by those rules, why not make a napkin dispenser or punch bowl a toy? But it's on the list uh, of uh, possible toys. Also the game Risk Sand Sand. Sand is on the list. Yeah, sand is a sand. toy. It, well, it's been around since, well, basically the planet Earth. Uh, Settlers of Catan, which is something that hipsters play, and uh, Toy Fire Engine. Hipsters the, and Andrew Casey. Yeah. And uh, the Toy Fire Engine. The basic oh, Toy yes. Fire Engine. That, it, I agree. Yeah, that, that should already be in the Toy Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Pinata does not deserve to be on the list. I don't. I, I can't really put sand down there. And mahjong and billiards seems like just something older. Billiard, people. yeah, twenty-one and over. Uh, yeah. They should have a twenty-one and over category. No. Yeah, but like I would, I would put you know, cab. If I was to take like just five of these items and nominate them, I would go Masters of the Universe, Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, I would go with also Toy Fire Engine. I would also go with, um, I don't know, Battleship and Risk. I, I, I just kind of rounded out with board games there. Okay. My five. Jump ropes. Skip it. What else? Hula hoop. So basically anything involving jumping. I got two more. Come on. Okay. <laughs> oh, those little, like, uh, the ribbon dancers. Ribbon dancers? I have no idea. Ribbon dancers? Ribbon dancers, okay. You can make your own, get a dowel rod, get a big piece of ribbon, some jewels, and... Uh-huh. Oh, that's something the kids would love. And definitely not pinata. One more. One more. <laughs> what would it be? Sky dancers. Sky dancers. Dancing. Dancing. So Dancing, so, hopping, jumping. So basically, this wouldn't get nominated nowadays because all these toys you mentioned involve movement. 
and kids getting off their butts. Yes. Yeah. But these were to- these are toys that you would want to see in the toy hall of fame. Of course. Yeah. Now I would go because I'm a little, you know, I'm a boy, you know. Uh, I grew up. Last time you checked. Last time I checked, I grew up with like GI Joe, Transformers, and He Man, and you know, He Man was a, uh, a Masters of the Universe, a great toy line, because it was basically like a G-rated Conan the the Barbarian. But the thing is, like back in the day, back in the day with these toy lines, there was a lot of griping from parents because basically the cartoons were basically thirty-minute uh, toy commercials. Oh, duh! What's right. changed? Yeah, what's changed exactly? <laughs> Um, but like, you know, when you, when you grow up with those things, you see the toys, you're like, oh man, the toys are cool. Then you see like, oh, they're streaming on Netflix, you know, or, oh, I found this old VHS. You don't realize how dumb the cartoons were that you grew up with until you watch them like when you're in your twenties. Cause like, I remember somebody renting the old school GI Joe cartoon and I love GI Joe. Right. And I watched the cartoon. I'm like, my God, this is one of the dumbest things Ever. I feel kind of the same way about Power Rangers. Kinda? Kinda. Yeah. I mean, I still like Power Rangers, but... But there's that formula where, okay, the monster gets big, let's jump into our uh, giant Whoa. shiny robots, and yeah. you can buy these at the uh, the toy store for and Christmas. And guess what? What? It happened. It <laughs> happened, yeah. But, I mean, that yeah, the toys were great. The cartoons sucked. Yeah, and that's why there are, the He-Man's not in the Cartoon Hall of Fame if there is one. Who is? Uh, I don't know. I, entirely I, different tangent. T- entirely different tangent, exactly. But. Simpsons, X-Men, Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we can just stop there. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least for my child, you can stop right there. God. But if you want to take a look at the list of toys, uh, that is also up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. And uh, if you have anything else to add, uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, Mike Davidson lives the tweet. Uh, Mike Davidson Facebook page. We also have uh, Podbean where you can catch up on all the podcast action and of course on Spotify. So I think we're going to wrap it up here. This go around. Uh, of course, uh, have yourself a great weekend. We appreciate you listening. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.